And we're back on a Friday afternoon. I'm Jeff MacArthur. You know, we've talked about this a few times this week and on and off really over the last four or five months anyways. Inflation. It continues to be a problem. It continues to be problematic. Just earlier this week, we found out once again the numbers for December. We're at a 30-year high when it comes to rising prices. And it's touching our lives with higher prices from everything from gas to groceries but inflation, believe it or not, is affecting us in other ways, too, maybe in some ways you don't even realize. And for more on that, let's welcome in our friend Wayne Berger, workplace expert CEO of the Americas for International Work Group, who joins us now. Wayne, good afternoon. Happy Friday. Good afternoon, Jeff. Happy Friday to you and our listeners. All right. Appreciate you being here, as always. Uh, experts are starting to point out that inflation is actually a hidden pay cut for a lot of workers. Can you explain that for us, Wayne? Yeah, certainly. Because as you just mentioned, as we kicked off, um, we're seeing inflation at 30-year highs here across the country. And certainly you're seeing inflationary rates increase around the world. And what's happening is, if you take a look, pay increases and salary increases are not keeping up with the level of inflation that is continuing to skyrocket. So it's ultimately ending up in which uh, workers across Canada are, are, uh, are having to deal with a lower, a lower take-home rate when it comes to their income just due to rising costs of inflation and cost of living. And even if you've got a cost of living increase built into your agreement, your employment contract, I mean, typically, Wayne, aren't those in and around 2%? And when we see inflation over 4 close to 5%, even if you are getting an increase, you're still falling behind, right? You're exactly right, Jeff. And look, and here's what's interesting. If you look at the reality across companies, the idea of the merit increase or these built-in 1% to 4% increases that used to take place you know, back in the early 2000s, 2010, beyond, more and more companies have moved away from the standard type of merit increase. So if you work for an organization that continues to offer merit increases once a year, that number has been coming in roughly between 1% and 3%, but more companies have moved away from this and are really moving towards uh, an increase in relationship to performance reviews. So the idea of the salary increase and the merit increase has become less and less common these days. Okay, so what can you do as a worker, as an employee, yeah. if inflation is outpacing uh, what it, you know your pay increase or raise might be? For a lot of people, it might not be anything. They might just be continuing uh, on. So if you're losing grad, what can you do as a worker, Wayne? Well, there's a few things you can do, and I would recommend everybody take note and, and really have an opportunity to take advantage of some of these strategies. So a couple of things you can do. One, while inflation is hitting record highs you know, across 30 years, there's also been the great resignation that we've talked about in the past, Jeff, where millions of workers across North America have been resigning from their current companies for new opportunities. We can look at this as the great negotiation as well. So if you think about it, with, with this migration of millions of workers, new companies, it's also a great time for people to be assessing their market potential and value and asking for a raise. Asking for a raise is not solely about adjusting to increases in your cost of living. It's actually about understanding your professional worth and understanding your value in the market. So if you think about value in the market, we think about brands. And, and when we talk brands, often we think about companies like Apple, Disney, Nike, Amazon, Google. But, but the reality is we need to understand that we all have a personal brand. We, we need to understand the value of our own brand to our employer and potential employers. So a few things that we recommend people do. Number one, 
know that it's normal to ask, not not just normal, but in today's current economic and employment environment, actually becoming more and more common. As nervous as people may be about asking for a raise, it's becoming normal. And it's actually not a big deal for your boss. They deal with salaries all the time. And the subject isn't going to feel as weighty to that person, to your boss, as it does to you. It's normal for people to ask for a raise. They're not going to think, this is an outrageous request. It's okay. And what's really critical when you get ready to sit down with your boss to have this conversation about a raise, a raise is a recognition that you're contributing at a higher level than when your salary was last set. So a raise is not a favor or a gift. It's a way for employers to pay fair market value for your work and to keep you around moving forward in the organization. So take the time to do some research. Know what your work is worth. And you can research easily online based on your job role, your industry, your sector, and also positions that you're looking to move into. So when you have an opportunity to do some research, then you can go into that conversation without questions around what your salary should be. Should be. So have a good idea around what that salary landscape is for the type of work you do and where you do it in, the geographic area you do it in, because these can, these can vary by region. Um, so those are two really critical pieces. A few other okay, so in other words, sorry, I was just going to ask you, go in and kind of build your case then. Go in with a case that uh, maybe, you know, if you're in sales, sales have increased uh, by uh, X amount over the last uh, two years. I'm helping to bring in this much uh, revenue, yet I'm still compensated at this uh, level. That's a much stronger case. Uh, I mean, is it uh, a bad thing to go in, knock on your boss's door? I guess you can't really do that in this day and age. Uh, <laughs> set up a Zoom meeting, I suppose, right. and uh, say, hey, listen, the cost of living is gone up i'm falling behind is that a good enough reason to ask for a raise is just because of the inflation rate right now but so that's a very good question that can definitely be provide you can provide that feedback in context but what you should be doing is taking a look around what your value is and what your work value is and so by doing a little research online getting an understanding around what your work is traditionally valued both by your company and other companies will give you a better perspective and, and you mentioned it earlier, Jeff, um, this doesn't, when you get ready to sit down with your boss to, to have a conversation about a raise, you don't need to put together, for example, a 25-page PowerPoint presentation. Have some really good salient points. Look back at your successes over the past year or even over the past three to six months because the dynamics of work are shifting so quickly during this period. So think about your key successes and how you've been contributing to the organization and what that means and use your key successes as well as your understanding of your value of your work in other, in other industries and other roles and use that as your context. Now, you can also take the fact that inflation is going up and Everybody can see it. We see it in our grocery bill. We see it in the cost of living. We see it in the cost of commuting. You can use that as context as well, but I would really focus on your value and your key contributions and work. And when you focus on your value, do you need to have a really honest conversation with yourself? Because I think yeah. for the most part, we all overestimate what our value is and what we think we're worth might be a little different than what your boss or the company believes uh, you're worth. Or is that just kind of part of the negotiation process is to kind of find that middle ground between those two? 
Wow. That, so that's a great point. So absolutely, you want to have an open, on, honest conversation with yourself around where your value resides. And you just nailed it. A, a successful negotiation, negotiating a raise is a negotiation. And a successful negotiation is when all parties win, a win-win negotiation. So when you think about a raise, I recommend everybody take a step back and understand why you're asking for it, right? So course, many people are looking at it at this moment saying, look, I've got to be able to continue to pay my bills. I've got to continue to live the lifestyle, lifestyle I want to afford to live. Now, what's interesting is you can find a way to increase your own personal net worth and obviously take and have a better financial improvement in other ways outside of just a raise. So, for example, in a few things that we're seeing these days, if you can't reach an agreement with your boss on a financial raise for whatever reason, negotiate other ways that can help both of you achieve the same goal, making sure there's more money in your bank account. And that can happen by reducing or even eliminating the traditional cost of work. So I'll give you an example, Jeff. We know today 88% of companies are instituting flexible working arrangements for their employees. If your job enables you to work flexibly remotely, then negotiating with your employer to work remotely three or four days a week versus going to an office five days a week reduces your commuting costs by 80%. It gives you more flexibility around your time. It gives you an opportunity to reduce the cost around your traditional business attire or reduce costs that employees normally spend when they're at their corporate headquarters, like coffee, lunches, et cetera. So there are ways that you can negotiate priorities that are valuable to you as a worker and can offset just that direct negotiation around a pay raise if the company's not prepared at the time for whatever reason. All right. This is just some fabulous, fabulous advice. Uh, Wayne, by the way, if I schedule a meeting next week with my boss regarding this, uh, are you free? Can you come with me? <laughs> Send me your PowerPoint okay. presentation. I'll be ready to go, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Appreciate it as always. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Talk soon. You got it. There's Wayne Berger, workplace expert and CEO of the Americas for International Work Group. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.